It's uh, what time is it? It's ten o'clock, but it's really it's nine, isn't it's it? It's really nine o'clock. That's the tricky thing. See, I don't know if you know this. How horrible will it be if you're just waking up now to realise that uh, that sneaky things happened again? We've lost an hour. I had no idea. I'll be honest with you. I was driving from Bristol to uh, come down here to do the show, and I get a phone call from John. Hello. There's, there's John. Just what were you doing then? What were you leaning down to do? I had to to fiddle with some stuff. <laughs> did Secret it, DJ stuff. Did it? <laughs> lovely. Did it need fiddling with, or yeah. did your brain go, "Hey, that's a wire loose. I'll deal with that." What so, it is is there are two volume controls on these headphones, and they weren't parallel. So oh really? I just had to fiddle with the second one. Well, later on in the show, as you may know, we do a thing called "Am I Normal." That could be John. What are you doing it again? Leave it alone. Just let him be wonky. Look it's at my fine. eyes. They're a bit loud, Adam. Oh. Yeah. See, that was nearly a really slick opening to <laughs> yeah, our sorry. show. Go on, do and, that again. Let's right. start again. Okay. That was the uh, that was the Pixies and the baser with the uh, lead guitar there by John Richardson. Ah, yeah, we're the Pixies. Eat this. So I'm driving along and I'm quite excited because I'm thinking, hey, I'm nearly nearly in London. That's pretty cool. I get a phone call. Hey, you, you do know what time it is, don't you? <laughs> what? It's twelve, isn't it? Wrong. One o'clock. And then starts having a go at me. In real terms. Yeah, exactly, in real terms. So here we are. Yeah, it's but horrible. It's quite nice, though, turning up places on time when the clocks have gone forward, because you feel like you're a member of a secret club of geeks who've worked out. There so is that, go, too. Hello, yes. Yes, I know it's nine o'clock. And the, the bagel factory weren't part of that clan, because they weren't open this morning. They're oh, normally open you. early on a Sunday. You so. didn't get your early morning bagel. I didn't, and you're trying to turn that into a sort of a horrid, you know, sort of thing that I do. No, no, yeah, no. You, you like a big... My mum calls them bagels. Does she? Yeah. Well, the hummus uh, debate rages on, doesn't it? Hummus? Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. Didn't we have an email from some lady in uh, in Toronto? I don't know, mate. You've got the emails. No, we haven't. Oh, well, if I have, I've left them upstairs. Well, there we well, go. Well, I'll paraphrase what she said. <laughs> she basically went, yeah, um, uh, I'm from Toronto. It's really nice here and that. Um, we've got lovely syrup. Very relaxed writing style, she yeah, had, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then from nowhere, she goes, I'm, I'm, I'm very similar to John, and in many ways I see him, I'm, I'm a lady, I'm called Diane, but if I was a man, I'd be like him, she says. And then, at the end... She, a lot of ladies think that. They, they do I think that. that's why they feel threatened by me sexually. That's correct. Because secretly they want to be me. They, that's right. And they know it? it'd be kind of like having a relationship with themselves, so they find it more comfortable to scream in my face and a run away. Absolutely. Yeah. Talking of which, have you ever had an argument with yourself if you tucked your willy between your legs so it looks like you're a lady? No. No, okay, carry on. So, I, th I thought it was going to be a love... Why are we all linking? I just thought that would be quite funny, just the idea of, of you... Have you ever... When was the last time you did that? Have you ever done that? No. Liar! <laughs> liar, liar, liar. Well, go on, seriously. Uh, I don't know, I didn't put it in my diary, mate. <laughs> was if you, but that's, that's June the twelfth. Did it again. Ooh, when will I stop? When you stop planning it, I imagine. Yeah. So you when do you what, do you know when you last did it? Wednesday. All right. So it's, I was bored. It's my birthday. It wasn't your birthday on Wednesday, was it? No, it nearly was. I need mm. something to fill the time up. Mm. What a letdown! My birthday as well. What did Nothing. you get for your birthday? Nothing. Mm. I got I got a watch. Right. What did you get me? Uh, yeah. Sorry yeah. about that, mate. Yeah. What did I get? Do you want to tell the listeners what I got you last year? Philip Pullman tapes. Yeah, tapes. <clears throat> I don't know if you know how old I was, but it certainly wasn't the 1980s. <sighs> couldn't, couldn't stretch to the CDs. Oh, slab. Looked for them, mate. Couldn't find them. Yeah, yeah. What did you stretch for? Looked for them and thought, mm, don't really like him. Get out of town. Much, they cost me twenty nine ninety nine. them tapes. That's not in the sale in Paper Tree or wherever oh, else you happen to be passing on the way around to my house when I texted you to remind you it was my birthday. You didn't text me. You've never did. As if your personality would go, it's my birthday. I shouldn't expect a present. I knew it was your birthday. Rocked up with... You did. It was very nice. We went to watch Ross Noble, didn't we? We did. It was only your birthday. And you gave me it in the bar. I did give it to you in the bar. That's correct. All over you. Anyway, what was I on about? What was the story? 
Well, you've kind of mutated from uh, the clock going forward to tucking your genitals into your legs to all your friends not having any respect ah, that's it. So that's pick it. any three. Toronto, John. Oh, so yeah. the hummus debate, um, the, we, this doesn't really work without the email, but she said that it's spelt just hummus. It isn't hummus, as you would put it forward. Another lady from Solihull said that you were just trying to act posh. Yeah. How, how would you respond to that? I'd tell her again. Um, nice. My argument is if because everyone's texting in to say, oh, in different countries, it's everyone it's is texting in. in and it's fi- oh, everyone's texting. <laughs> Queen, she yeah. will not let it go. She said a two penny. Yeah, um, and she's on the two penneth as well. Nice so counts double for her. nice touch. But uh, they're all saying, oh, you know, in, in other countries. But the point is, in England, it's hummus because we have hummus. We have the term hummus, which is declaimed. I can't say decaying, I keep saying decaying. That's right, do it again. Decaying plant matter that they use on top of soil. So yeah. let's not confuse the language by having two identical words for things. Johnny, you all right? Yeah, I've got uh, a bit of a... Uh, we, were, we were terrified here at uh, Radio City because um, John, halfway through it, said, and I believe I'm quoting you directly, I think I'm dying. I think I am, yeah. I've got a hole in my heart. Yeah. What if I died right Feels now? like someone's putting a needle in the top of my heart. It's just heartburn, mate. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I think I had too much. T- I had a horrible cheese sandwich this morning. Oh, oh it was rank. Take us through it. Well, there's nothing more to say. I, I, you know, I didn't really want anything, so I didn't want to spend a lot on a sandwich. So oh. I wanted to get a cheap God, just... cheese and pickle sandwich. Just did something to fill the hole. Yes. And oh, it was it was a turgid affair. And did they uh, did they go into the uh, did you go into that corner shop? Yeah, but it's been taken over by new people. Lovely. Every every morning a smile now. Lovely stuff. Well, he was having a, well, to be honest, a little bit too friendly. He was having a bit too much banter with the guy in front of me. Can yeah. I just buy my sandwich and bananas, please? There you go. It's uh, it's a Sunday morning. John is angry. Uh, just by buying a sandwich. We had some texts in. Text coming in. Hope you had a good birthday, Russell. Thanks very much. Uh, we've established that you didn't really. Did no, it was all right. It's no fine. I was quite anything. excited to find out. Guess who shares the same birthday as me? Uh, Nina Simone. Close. Gabrielle. No. Jeanette Cranky. Jeanette Cranky is a very good one. Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho. Yeah. Wow. We, we, Similar teeth as well. Th- oh, son <laughs> of a gun. He, he used to. Uh, th- I read a story that he uh, used to eat rats when he was younger. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure that was false. No, 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 no. That's Ronaldo. I've got it wrong. Um, but Ronaldo used to eat rats when he was a kid in the favelas. Right. So, so legend speaks. But yeah, Ronaldinho. That's pretty cool, isn't it? We both did Nike adverts when we were eleven. Mine was very different. Yeah, I did about three flick ups and volleyed into next door his hedge. Yeah. Uh, John, can you please wish a happy birthday to my girlfriend Sarah? Please, please, please. She thinks she's an owl. Flip. Really? Mm. Yeah, she's going to put her neck out. To be honest, she's either an owl or she's possessed. That sounds like one of the uh, the documentaries I've watched late at night. My girlfriend thinks she's an owl. Yeah. What would you do with that? Just well, you would Sky Plus it and Correct. put it on Keep. Yes, I would. I've Sky Plus loads this weekend. It's great. I've been away for four days and I got to look through four days with the telly and put all the things I wanted to record. What did you have? What are the four days? Oh, films. Text, text in oh. 64046 <laughs> to see if you can guess what John would record. Yeah, well, do you want to tell everyone what you, uh, when you came round to mine for dinner last week, would you oh. like to tell them what rare and eclectic delights you Sky plus for on my behalf? Flirt Nation. Yes. Uh, gay TV. Gay TV, the 10 minute free view. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want you paying for it. You put that mate. on series link, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah we well, don't want to miss it. The thing is, no, once, that's you, it. once you got into it, you want to know what's exactly. happening. Exactly. Yeah, you want to keep up with the stories. Hey, we haven't told um, everyone about your dinner party. Adam Deneen was there. Cracking, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, it was all right. Abs- oh, it was a belter. He, he was so lovely because um, John was in his kitchen. I was trying to help. You wouldn't let me in there, would you? 
No, I can't be doing with people getting in my way. Yeah, it was incredible. So what what did you do to help Russell? Ran around, created a bit of... I'll be honest, I... To help, did you sort of chop some onions, maybe do some washing up? Oh, get a bed, mate. a washing up bowl full of dirty water onto my kitchen carpet, thus staining the carpet? Who leaves a big bowl of water uh, precariously on a chair? It wasn't precarious, it was right in the middle of the chair. I thought even if someone knocks the chair, it won't fall. You would have to be running head first into the garden from the living room without looking where you're going to knock that water up. Well, kiss chase is a very dangerous game, John. And uh, (laughs) me and uh, and Nobler are having a great time. I hadn't seen him for ages. We had Uh, a fun... It was really... You know when you sort of hang out with mates you haven't seen for ages and then you suddenly go, I really like you all. This is brilliant. And we're having nice food. Bit too much asparagus. Does weird stuff to you. As we were talking about earlier, people who eat a lot of asparagus or sugar puffs will know what it does to you. Yeah. Horrible the next day. But you weren't happy, were you? Yeah, it was all right. Crawled it was up just in a-, a, lot of, a lot of stress. But, you know, I had a few drinks and I was quite happy. I was it? You just kept disappearing every so often. Just Went having- down the lock. Too much alcohol in that cheese fondue, I'll tell you that for Oh, flipping hell, yeah. Crimes. It was ridiculous. So we're having cheese fondue, which I hadn't had before, and we all felt very posh and it felt a bit 70s-esque. It was quite nice. And then he just pours in a bottle of gin. Let's get that down. What was it? Brandy. Brandy it was. Flipping. And no mistaking. I only put in a little bit to mix with the cornflour, but oh. Ooh, lots yeah. of lots of lovely fun memories. All the way to Magicland, it was fantastic. So that's what we've been up to this week, and uh, the football as well. Do you watch? That yeah, Sky Plus match of the day, and I know the match was rubbish, but I'm still going to watch it. See, the last Sky Plus did. It must be horrible though if you for the for the match of the day presenters. If it's been a nil nil game, yeah, yeah, they must be so tempted just to put skits. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great just to see Laura? Yeah, do it, do it. Look at that. Yeah, he's going behind the chair. Do the lift. I love it when he does the lift. Yeah, just be great. I'd far rather see that if it's a nil-nil game. Just see them playing French, French cricket or something. It's all know. about the lineup though, because I would happily even on nil-nil. You know, you get Laura Hansen and Lineker. You're going to have good football. Yeah, I, I specifically stayed in yesterday to watch match of the day's preview. Yeah, terrible lineup. Go for it. Pugach, Dixon, and Keon. Now you got beef for Pugach, haven't you? He's just boring. CBC <laughs> <laughs> nice. colleague and all that, but it's just. Yeah. Just a bit boring. But I mean, I when you're watching a boring game, you need interesting pundits. But I put it to you, right? If exactly, but if it's that boring, nil nil, it was rubbish yesterday. It was the same game. Lampard strutting around, playing backwards passes. If it gonna, if it cut to match a day with Lineker going, here we are, nil nil, and then you just saw Loro crouching down behind <laughs> Lineker, just behind mask. his knees. No, 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 just crouching down, and then <laughs> Hanson pushing him over. You know, he's still at school, and then Loro just looking away. It's all right. We'll have some fun. No oh, awareness at the back. Shocking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then them high-fiving and giving him a wedgie. Oh, look at that. Look at his face. I'd far rather watch that than, yeah. you know, pranking about than nil-nil. To be so. honest, I'd far rather watch that than I'd far rather. That's <laughs> lovely, that. I'd far rather. Who wouldn't? I'd very well rather would. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd rather watch that than most of what's on telly at the moment. That's simply not true. What mm. else was on your Sky Plus? Sin City. I've already seen that. Well, this is this is going somewhere. Certain uh, repeat viewing values. But that's your wife, Sin City, and... Uh, Walk the Line. Cracking film. I've not seen it. Belter, you enjoy that. Yeah, I'm going to. Don't you worry about it, mate. What else? Um, Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, we saw that. That was yeah. there. Well, yeah. that's what led me towards gay TV. Chronicles of Narnia. Lovely. Sky Plus that. I yeah. can't remember what else. Well, oh, God, Sky Plus the MasterChef final. We talked about it last week. Dun, I missed dun, it. Dun. What Sky happened? Plus it, watched it. I was in tears. I was crying. Who won? The little fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought it was going to be a really lovely moment when he kind of goes, the dish you made, little fat fellow on it. Couldn't believe it. Oh, fat. he was delighted. Well, he was delighted. It's, it's, a whole, it's opened up a whole new world to him. <laughs> was that what he did? Yeah, oh, he was in tears. Oh, that's lovely. And then they, they were a really competitive business guy who expected to win. Yeah, yeah. He lost and he burst into tears. He was crying first because he lost and I was laughing. So you were laughing at what? I was crying. Oh, God, you've had all the emotions. Oh, it was a roller coaster. And then... Gay Time TV comes on the preview. <laughs> You're happy as Larry. You had a, a text in just then that I made you some, laugh. Yeah. Uh, Russell. Yes. Can you please come to Glasgow and marry me? Right. No. Yes or no? You don't. No. Uh, brackets. I am a man, but I am quite fit. Oh. I don't know if that swings it for you. Well, it does a little and bit. And then yeah. he says, please ask John what sensible people have carpet in the kitchen. It's a kitchen dynamite. Oh, that is a slam. That's got, a fair point. Thanks. Yeah, it is. It is yeah. a fair point. I've got Lino in the kitchen. What's my husband's name? Uh, I don't know, he doesn't say his name. Coward. <laughs> nice. He obviously doesn't really want you to marry him. Yeah, he does. Let's just say it's George. <laughs> nice. He's from Glasgow, so his friends will pronounce it. George! Well, he knows a lot about uh, kitchens, though. And Go someone on. says, John, our language is already littered with many homophones, uh, which are words which sound the same when pronounced without an accent, such as poor and poor, rain and rain. Adding hummus and hummus wouldn't add that much confusion. Why really, risk it? Why to, risk it? I don't want a farmer going out to work one day, coming back, and he's got chickpeas all over his soil because of a misunderstanding with a slightly hard-of-hearing uh, soil worker. Yes, that's bound to happen. It's bound honest. to happen one day. Bloody, I couldn't, I couldn't understand him. Yeah. Bloody cleft lip, and now I've done it, look. <laughs> oh, you feel ruined. I've got chickpeas and tahini all over my sprouts. Now, we've had a really great uh, email in from Alex uh, Crawford, who says, Hello, Russell and John, with uh, spell, oh, yeah. spell E-L-L-O. I like that, you probably don't. Hello, it seems. No, I like that. Lovely. He says, I drank a can of Red Bull today for the first time. <laughs> I've done it for years. Um, I, was not, uh, I was not best pleased. It was the single most underwhelming event of my entire life, which led me to think, as I sat and listened to your fine broadcasting show, what are the things you've seen, done, or experienced that were the single most pivotally underwhelming events of your lives? I imagine John, as bright and jolly as always, has many, many events that disappointed him. I hypothesised the man would still have a great feeling of emptiness after riding a magic hippo through the Grand Canyon. So try and keep it to a top three. Overrated. Yeah, it is. That's a fair point. Although, and to be honest, some of the tricks that Hippo did, I'd seen before. Yeah, if you're in the Grand Canyon, you want a giraffe at least to try and get some view down in a canyon. Now, what do you reckon is top three uh, most underwhelming... In fact, text us in 64046 or email bbc.co.uk. It doesn't have to be a top three. The single most pivotally underwhelming event of your life. Guess what his three are. Number three, have a guess. I don't know. Eating some chicken. Petting a lion, John. Right. Petting a lion. It was something like he'd always wanted to do. When he did it, it was crap. He got about 1.34 second total of fur time on the lion's neck, and it was already clogged by everyone else rubbing their fat hands down its back. It didn't even well, it lunge. Sounds like that was a zoo lion, then. Yeah, it was. He's I gonna... imagine you'd get more of a thrill from hunting down a lion on the Serengeti and rugby tackling it and then giving it a stroke and then legging it. Yeah, you would. that would be more of a buzz than going to a depressed, caged beast and touching it up. To be honest, though, it would be a fantastic episode of Planet Earth, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. It looks like... Attenborough. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, just see Attenborough. I'm going out in some style. <laughs> I'm knackered, but I'm not giving up. Yeah, I'll, I'll just ankle tap it. I play, yeah, that would be great, wouldn't it? Just, oh, and then just running off. Um, number two, eating a bowl of Fruit Loops in America. He was horrified. Didn't enjoy it at all. And number one, drinking Red Bull. What's yours? Well, name? that sounds like three experiences that he can't really blame himself for not enjoying. Eating cereal. If you're getting that excited about cereal, then you probably deserve to be disappointed. Touching caged animals and drinking a can of pop. 
don't get that excited. See, I'm not really disappointed by anything. I was thinking about this. False, false, false. I just don't get my hopes up that much. Don't, don't expect anything and you'll never be disappointed. Pugach let me down, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I got over it. I wouldn't put it down as one of the most pivotably, you know, underwhelming, you know. You were living Going to see Coldplay live, that was a bit of a letdown. It was, wasn't it? Mm. We didn't really enjoy it, but we left nice and early. Yeah, we did. We got that car out before the traffic. It was really sad. How sad is this? We're at a gig, and it was so horrible, because we were there amongst this sort of sea of people who were really enjoying it, and we both had that moment. Because they were high. We, we, we weren't high, John. They no, were they a, were. They were at a Coldplay gig in Crystal Palace. Nobody was They high. were. They were on drugs. No, they, they weren't on drugs. off in the rain, and they were dancing. They were not on drugs. Everyone who dances is on drugs. <laughs> to be honest, that made that made the entire gig quite tricky as well. Um, to watch because every five minutes you could just hear him next to him and go, oh, bloody drugs that that'll be bloody drugs eating a hot dog oh, drugs tabs all they're, over they're the just floor eating, they're just eating the hot dogs they're dancing bloody whiz wazzers and all bloody whiz wazzers and crackle noggers <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous and then there was a lovely moment towards the end of the gig and he's there going and I will fix you and you could see this moment as both of us looked at each other and went Shall we go? Yeah, we'll beat the traffic. Dun, 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 dun. And then it became quite exciting, didn't it? Yeah, Zigzagging our way through. With the music playing through the streets of Crystal Palace. That was the exciting bit, looking back on it. And it looked a bit like that bit in Harry Potter when you're staring at the... Um, Quidditch World Cup. That's all right, yeah, and it just looked fantastic. And there, there was that horrible thing going, ah, we should probably still be there. But that, uh, yeah. See, I was going to put peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Very different. Jelly sandwiches. You see, peanut butter and jelly. English, so you have to call it peanut butter and jam. Yeah, jelly. See, that's oh, why, jam. well, I put jelly in it. That's why it was horrible. Right. I thought it was supposed to be jelly. Yeah, if someone had told me that, it would have been a lot easier. But I'd, I'd seen a load of films and thought, I'm going to have some of that. Made some jelly, bit of peanut butter. Disgusting. Straight in the bin. But Texas 64046. You've had a good life. If one of the most disappointing <laughs> things you've ever been to no, is a peanut though. butter and jam sandwich. Well, yours is Mark Pugash. Uh, no, I'm not putting that down as top three. All right, what's your top three then? Oh, I need some real time to... No, because you can't say them, because they're serious ones, where um, friends have really let you down. If you're talking about seriously pivotal moments, you go, oh, there was that time I really needed to talk to so-and-so. Oh, don't start I don't this again. I was saying it was you. I knew you were going to think that. So, <laughs> yeah. See, this is the... This is where if you're really talking about disappointing life moments, then that's what you get into. Yeah. Never mind peanut butter and jello. What? Pugach? Again? I see your jello and Pugach. Yeah. You, you were livid yesterday. Oh, bloody hell, look who's on my bloody telly. Only Substitute bloody in. for the word sausages, by the way. If you listen to the show <laughs> on a regular basis, you know what that means. But let's see what theirs are. If yeah. you're listening, text us on that number, 64046, with the most, the, you know, the dullest moments of your life, the things you built up in your head, you thought they were going to be incredible, and they turned out to be rubbish. Hi, I just want to wish Russell a happy birthday from them. Um, we're in Spain now on our holiday, so I missed you on your birthday, but we'll see you when you get back from Australia and sort out what we're going to get you for your birthday. And um, hope you have a lovely, lovely time. We miss you very much. Love, Mum. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty nice. Got you nothing for your birthday, have I? Lovely stuff. As well done. Oh, that's really nice. That's a birthday message from your mum there. Yeah. I asked her to say something about skidders, but she chose the more emotional and heartfelt option, which is fine. Did, she, did you arrange that? I think it would have been funnier if she'd gone, uh, or it was, so I cleaned them skidders. <laughs> it was your birthday, innit? But, you know, we went with the... But that's, yeah, yeah. Did you sort that out? I sorted that out, mate. God, you're brilliant, honey. Thank you very much for that. That's, that's really right, lovely. Mate. I got some uh, got some box fizz as well. Oh. Because I thought it'd be a bit early for proper champagne, innit? But that's basically orange juice, but it makes you happier about life. You're incredible. So we'll have some of that. When we eventually get married, yeah, 
it's going to be so much fun, isn't it? So you're it? not marrying George? No. Oh. Oh, the, the only thing I was worrying about that is I know what my mum's like. And I thought, oh, there's bound to be something. That she's just going to go, happy birthday. And uh, have you told anyone about that love letter you wrote to <laughs> Linford Christie? What? <laughs> Oh, that's I how lost your Spider-Man costume <laughs> for the party. It's really scary. When you, it's that horrible thing of hearing your mum go, oh, it's my mum. Oh, I love her. And then you think, oh, flipping hell. What have I done? <laughs> she knows all the lies. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Oh, lovely stuff. We had some uh, some lovely texts in. Um, apparently, Robbie Earl, not Pugash, is the most disappointing of all the football pundits. He's unable to say anything that would not be apparent to a catatonic dog with no grasp of football. And we were talking about letdowns. You know the things in life? Um, that you've built up, you've built up, and then you do them, you think, oh, that's a bit rubbish. We've got one here. Biggest letdown ever, this is from James in Brighton, was drinking a Guinness in Dublin. See, I think it'd be quite good. I don't really drink, but I quite like the idea. I think if I drank a pint of Guinness in Dublin, I'd probably write a poem. It's a dear do. Is it? Oh, Listen you, to you. Health and safety as well. Seven, eight euro for a pint of Guinness, is it, in, in Dublin? Something like that. How much does that work out in, in pounds? A fiver. Fiver. Something like that. It's a very dear do. That's, that's where the letdown comes in, because you imagine it's going to be better, and in reality it isn't that much better, and it just costs a lot more. Why don't you just sneak in a can of Guinness and put it in your... I don't know why people don't do that, Russell. Exactly. I don't know why they don't do that. What's um, Falls. Well, it, oh, we've got a lovely list here from Juliet. Uh, things have let her down. Niagara Falls, which apparently is the most popular. Oh, no, I went there. Really enjoyed it. Went on the Maid of the Mist. Cracking. Well, I thought I was going to die. You got really close to it, and you think, what if the brakes failed on this boat now? We're just drifting underneath. Unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah, no, I like Niagara Falls. Great. And you get to stand in America and Canada. Nice. Okay. Um, the second one, first time sex. Oh, God. Yeah, I've got Who's it. that from? This is from uh, Julia. <laughs> Just check, it's not yeah, yeah. someone from one of our pasts, because oh, yeah. that could be a sly dig. Oh, yeah, I could get a proper nail in there. Underneath the Seven Bridge. For the first time. Yeah, exactly, it was horrific. I was, God, Jesus. Underneath oh. the Seven Bridge. Yeah, yeah. I'll show you the sights, my love. Look okay. At that. Look at that. That's Wales, that. <laughs> it was that horrible. is Wales, and that is Chepstow. <laughs> you know, it was. You're listening to Russell Howard. <laughs> I can make it worse than that. It was underneath the Severn Bridge. Uh, just, Behind you know, the she, Scout Hut, was it? Yeah, it was. It yeah. Because it was at an army camp <laughs> that uh, we were at. It was, And I rolled over onto an ant's nest and got bit right. everywhere. Um, and the, the third most disappointing thing in uh, Juliet's life was meeting Lenny Kravitz. This is nice. But then there's a message she's put here, right? P.S. Do I make up with my obnoxious drunken boyfriend this morning? Love you guys, Juliet. How harsh is that? What do we do? Depends what he's done. Yeah, but he might have done something horrific, in which case, no. But generally, I'd say, yeah. Give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I've, I've, I've been thinking about people who have those relationships where you argue a lot and make up this week, because my neighbours sort of do that. I, I can hear them arguing and then making up yeah, in yeah. very virile fashion. Nice. I don't, oh, they'll never... be making up. That sounds like makeup, doesn't it, Toaster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're making up. We can make up if we want. Well, I make know, up on my own sometimes. Me and the Toaster aren't getting on. Really? Yeah. We won't hold bread. Hey, talking of which, have you let your teddies in the house yet? No, no, they're still in the garage. I think they've suffocated. <laughs> oh, I went in there. They all had glass eyes. I was very disappointed. <laughs> oh, flipping hell. I, I really wish I'd have done that. That would have been great. I should have just popped some little tapes in so when you did squeeze them, you've left us in here for years. <laughs> that would have been fun. Um, talking of underwhelming, reading the Da Vinci Code. See, uh, someone's put that, uh, Philippa. She's put reading the Da Vinci Code. Uh, Coldplay lyrics. The performance of... Oh. Performance of England teams, cricket, rugby and football in recent times. See, the thing about the Da Vinci Code, it's that awkward thing. I read it. 
ages ago and quite enjoyed it. I thought it was all right. And then it became very fashionable to go, it's absolute piffle. And then see so you feel going, oh, yes, yes. But I remember one time I read it on holiday thinking, it's all right. It's Fair a enough. terribly written book. Oh, it's horrific. But it's that thing of a lot of people hate it and they've never, they haven't read it. Mm. And they, do you know what I mean? It's that, so in the same way you're like, I really like No Logo by Naomi Klein. You go, have you tried to read it? It's hard graph. It takes ages. I have one that uh, touches touches a nerve with me, uh, Pickers. Uh, I had my last lecture of my three-year degree, of which I hated every moment. As an indicator of how little happened over those three wasted years studying in London, the only interesting thing that happened was seeing the whale in the Thames. University's a pretty underwhelming thing, isn't it? Yes. You get, you get sold a real lie about university that it's going to be mental, madcap fun. Exactly. And you'll get a degree that you'll need for the rest of your life. And Whereas reality, the reality... It's just rubbish. Exactly. The reality is more just kind of, did you take my milk? And that's pretty much it. You know? Or watching TV that before and after uni you don't care about. Yeah. Blockbusters, watercolour challenge. But then having said water that... Watercolour challenge? What happened to that? Exactly, John. These things are coming. <laughs> Let's bring it back. That's, Me that's... and you could bring it back. We'll do Crayola challenge. That would be great, wouldn't it? I draw on a dog. That's good. That's good. And what, what have you done, Russell? I ate my crayons. <laughs> um, uh, now, One so, was mud-coloured, I just couldn't <laughs> resist. Exactly, right. Now, we're talking about the most underwhelming things that have happened in your life. Um, Chris Chetwood has uh, uh, emailed in, paintballing, he says. Oh, I loved paintballing. Well, interesting, because he says, I imagine Russell would love it and John would hate it. Never been myself, never been invited. He says, paintballing, a bunch of either fat office managers with ties around their heads thinking they're Rambo, or annoying little kids who purposely shoot at your balls. Hated <laughs> it. Rubbish. Oh, maybe I got lucky with the people, because I went with a load of mates, so most of See, the people I knew. I bet you had a strategy. I bet you buried it. I bet you were behind turrets, weren't you? Well, you nah, have to, you have to out. have a strategy after oh, a while. Flipping hell. Did you hear that? You have to have a strategy after a while. No, not initially. It's not for any geekiness. just that you've wasted all your money on pellets, and you've only got about <laughs> ten left, and you there's still three hours left. John, you thrifty killer. <laughs> you just, you, you, it costs, it's a deer do. Oh, my God. It's a deer do. John, why are you shooting? Is it because you think some people shouldn't be shot at? No, bullets are I see, mate. Worst, I thing, them. worst thing about paintball is people cheating. I, uh, they, you shoot them and they just rub it off, and then you you, you don't want to. You can't. There's only so many times you can run up to the adjudicator and go, "Excuse me, I just shot him," oh, and he just rubbed it now. off. Is that is that you've got to have rules? Is that other that's sport? why it should be real bullets. See, that's why we should get a laser quasar because <laughs> then you know when you've been shot. <laughs> yeah, I tried. Let's at the beginning, do it on Tuesday. Yeah, we, I can't, mate. I tried. Or oh, we could do it Tuesday. Yeah, let's do that. I've, I tried to get that going for ages. Yeah, I think it'd be really good fun seeing you in a laser quasar. Did you actually go up to an adjudicator and? Excuse me, sir, but I've shot him three times. Yeah, that fella over there. Where was I? <laughs> Charlie Bass. <laughs> Charlie Bass. I was hidden in the shrubbery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't ask where I was. That'd be great. Totally dressed up as a bush as you arrive. <laughs> you right, John? Yeah. I won't be known as John for the next... I'll be known as Corporal Bender. <laughs> that was one of the most underwhelming moments of my life. I got really excited. Me and my mate were behind a, a divot. And I said, right, I'm going to charge that base cover me and I just stood up and charged and, and I'd only gone about three yards before I got shot five times <laughs> yeah, it, I started to turn around and walk out of the camp <laughs> when, we should do that it'd be great fun we were going to do there's a paintballing site in like uh, Newquay somewhere, yeah down it? in Devon there's one yeah there's a really massive one isn't it big there? army one That'd be us all over. Now, uh, underwhelming moments. Uh, some of you here, uh, Cathel in uh, Belfast um, has put, the most underwhelming event in my life was watching 2001 A Space Odyssey. I sat for three hours waiting for something to happen. It never did. Someone else has put uh, Gaz in Bristol, who, a little bit of trivia for you, Gaz has also texted in, his uncle did the camera work for Watercolour Challenge. Uh, you pointed out that's probably an easy day. Pretty simple job, that. Zoom in on the painting, would you, Ken? Yep. 
Okie dokie, Ken. See you, see you again next week. Ken there. Um, but he's put, <laughs> seeing the killers live at Reading Festival, absolute rubbish. Oh. Uh, see, I think they'd be good. Someone else put Orton Towers, biggest bore in Britain, and Wan in Glasgow's put, underwhelming, Paris Hilton's infamous video. I concur. Right. And, and John nodding there. No, yes. I'm nodding in agreement with you. I'm just, you know, I'll let you go off on this. I don't even know what, what video was that. I would refer she, you... Herself singing Banana Rama. Banana Rama, yes. I like a Banana Rama. She's, uh, it's, it's similar to some of the videos that you would put under my bed. <laughs> get my drift. Some of the work of Rocco. Uh, it, uh, someone's texted in. I don't, so, oh, go on. Is go it on. just me or was Star Wars The Phantom Menace not one of the greatest letdowns of our generation anyway? Yep. 18 years for Jar Jar, I ask you. Greetings from Osaka. Nice. Mm, not bad. Anything else? Um, hello, Russell and John, and the other two people in the studio. Sorry, I don't know their names. The two Adams. The two Adams. Adam squared, if you want to save time. But to be honest, you'd have to go into insert symbol and get the squared sign. So you're probably not saving any time in the long run. How are you this morning? Oh, you had a great birthday, Russell. I bet you enjoyed it, really. I almost missed the show this morning, as I only woke up at 9.58am. <laughs> that is, without doubt, the dullest text we've ever had. Yeah. But, you know, it's important to realise that life's not always... I was talking about hand dryers in Brighton yesterday. <sighs> expecting it to go nowhere. Sweet. And d where did it go, John? People, the, we've people got shouting to out my top three. Well, your top three hand dryers? Yeah, they, they knew the top three, the Accelerator, the Ultra Dry 2, and a guy went straight in with the Dyson Airblade. I didn't even have to say. I was talking about the one they had in there, which was the Ultra Dry 1, which is okay, but not great. And this guy went, have you ever used the uh, Dyson Airblade? Did he do I had to get off stage to go and like high-five that? that man. That's fantastic. The sexiest thing that happened to me in Brighton was I had place and chips for lunch yesterday. Biggest piece of place I've ever seen. And when the guy pulled it out of the fryer, it was so big, he looked up at me just to see what my reaction was going to be when he pulled the fish out. What did you do? Well, I overreacted because I knew he was looking and I didn't know what to do. So I just went, good God. Oh, fuck it. That's <laughs> And he just dropped it down on the chips. And it was supposed to be... Oh. You don't get to have those moments. Like in Gladiator when he pulls his mask off and it's a really cool moment. Yeah. It, it was as close as I'll ever get to one of those because he looked at me and we had eye contact and I thought, this is it, John. That would have been such a... <laughs> That would have been such a different film, wouldn't it? If that was the moment when he just pulled out fish. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. My name is Ken. No, I the, fact, the fact is that he's done that, and that's a little bit weird, because he's effectively going, look at this fish. Mm. You've panicked, <laughs> and you've gone with the comeback, dear God, yeah, yeah. which makes you look weirder. But I ate it all. Of course you did. How have you looked? What's wonderful <laughs> about this, we've got to introduce On A Ragga Tip, SL2, <laughs> which is the first song I ever bought in an attempt to impress a lady. And we've just been chatting about place... And hand dryers. Do the top three, and then we'll we'll hit it in again. What are they? In at three, accelerator. Re really sexy. Good hand dryer. Bit too powerful. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, the PHS Ultra Dry Two. Thwack. Nice and warm, nice and powerful. Crunch. Nothing wrong with it, except that the Dyson Airblade exists, which has novelty value as well. Oops. I've got something to say, mate. Hit it. <laughs> Why don't you, uh, Adam? Is that is that message ready? Aye. Got another another surprise for you. Oh really? Let's have it queued up. That's a birthday message from everyone at Jester's on Wednesday. Oh, lovely stuff. Yeah, I had that recorded when I was there. God, to be honest, it hadn't come out that well. Haven't you been busy? Oh, I've been a right beaver. I'll be honest, I got you an iPod for Christmas, so. Yeah. Um, I've lost it. <laughs> have you? You haven't lost no, it? I haven't lost oh, it. I was terrified then. That's the best present I've ever got anyone. Um, hey. Got all my League of Gentlemen clips on it this week. Have you? Mm. Lovely stuff. Mickey Law. <laughs> right. 
Um, hey, talking of paintballing and disappointment, this is a fantastic text in. This really speaks, you really get a glimpse into this person's life. I've been laser paintballing with my dad and his squadron. It's fun, but kind of overrated. Imagine that, if your dad had a squadron. Nice touching your balls there, John. I'm scratching my leg, Adam. You can see that, oh, I'm scratching my leg. We mentioned paintball, he has a go on his scrats. Um, someone else has put here, if you want to do paintball, but in a real tank, come to our site in Leicester, www.armageddon.co.uk. Ian. Uh, no, that's Ian on the end. That isn't the full address. <laughs> Ian. When you fight a man called Ian. Um, uh, here's another one. Most un uh, underwhelming moment was seeing you two. £70 a ticket. Hope beyond belief. And it was just a load of middle-aged men in badly fitting trousers singing pub rock. Shame. Yeah, you well, you will go to these reunion tours. Hey, listen, this is quite cool as well. There's a girl called uh, uh, Ju uh, Juliet again. I don't uh, believe it. It is, John. She <laughs> says, Bob Dylan's bought a house in her village in the Highlands. Can you? And she wants us to come up with an excuse for her to pop in and befriend him. Right. Well, tell him, tell him she's doing research for this show. I would just pop round with some lozenges. <laughs> yeah. And just kind of go, yeah, I heard you, I heard you crooning. Oh, thanks very much. There you go. Have that as a strepsil. Strepsil? Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> that feels good, doesn't it? I prefer the cherry flavours. So do I. See you later. And then you've met him. Right. How would you go about meeting him? Um, You'd freak him out because you looked like him when he was younger. He thought he'd think there was some creepy... Although, hey, we could do that. You could turn up as Bob Dylan doing doing his voice. Yeah. Bob, I'm from your past. Yeah. Would you, would you he probably upset? didn't talk like that when he was younger, did he? Well, you have to change your voice accordingly. Bob. <laughs> yeah, do that. Hello, Bob, I'm from your past. It's that's past at front door. <laughs> Why didn't you speak like me? Brace this end. Why don't you speak like me? I just, uh, I will do in time, but for now, <laughs> I'm enjoying the poetic lyricisms of my current accent. Lovely stuff. So, um, well, that's it, pretty much. I think we've got through all the disappointments. What was your... <laughs> yeah, that's ever been. Ever. I think that's, that's, that's it. That's covered now. We should move on, really. Uh, let's do Am I Normal after all this. All right, then. What was your, what was your, um, your number one disappointment? Did we get that? Um, Coldplay. Oh, you know, the shower I had last week. <laughs> oh, sweet mercy. Where the water came out of the side. Oh, yeah, you were telling That's me about That's one of the things you never expect to achieve in life. Certainly not at 24. 24, you, you're too young to have a shower where water comes out of the wall. And then to have it and to realise that it's not actually all it's cracked up to be. Mind-blowingly bad. Uh, we've had a really cool text in. Because uh, you know I was on about SL2 and I read, oh, you got a sneeze again? Uh, or has your face gone all dimmy? Not now you've picked up on it. What, you get nervous, my sneezes. Can you stop? No, I can't stop, but if someone picks up on it, it disappears and hibernates. Lovely stuff. Come out all the bigger later on, though. Right, we've had one here. This is from uh, Moomin in Froome. Uh, three kisses. Adam Deneen, you can take that. Um, <laughs> you he's can have mine as well. Yeah. No, oh, two for you. You've had enough, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, somebody says here, with regards to buying records to impress your girlfriend, my first boyfriend bought me Ronnie-sized new forms. He learned all the MC parts and would rap along in an attempt to impress me with his skills. Now... Who's done that? Wrapped her long to impress a girl. I invited a lady round to when I was 14 to watch me uh, on a punch bag uh, listening to uh, House of Pain. Mm. I think I spoke about that a few weeks yeah. ago and I, I knew all the words. It's no less embarrassing this week though. No. You see that awkward tension still here. Even <laughs> though we all really knew you did that, you've still created this Have tension. Have you ever done anything like that to impress a lady? No, I let my words speak. <laughs> I'm, I don't go in for all that selling a lie. Really? You know. Selling a lie? I was a yeah. boxing champ. That's, that's what I don't understand about when you're courting. You're being such a false impression of yourself that when they actually do fall into your trap, you can't really enjoy the relationship because, you know, they're not really going out with you. They're going out with the you that they think is a punch bag rapper. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I, you know... To but be fair, you still train out on that punch bag I do, thrice yeah. weekly. I do. 
But, you know, I'm a romantic at heart, John. There was a lovely story this week in the news. Did you hear about this? A Norfolk man is to finally marry a woman whose name he had tattooed on his arm 32 years ago. Mm. How cool is that? It's great. Um, this is a bloke called Andy Cheeseman, and uh, he's in love with... Uh, don't laugh at his name, mate. <laughs> as long as he was called Mick Bunbury. It's not well, a funny now there's name. a woman called Cheeseman as well. All oh, right. Well, no, no, no. She's, she's still Annette Law at the minute, right? Um, they were in love with 17-year-olds. He's put a tattoo. She's given him the fling... And then, after more than two decades and two broken marriages, the couple got back together because they met each other through Friends Reunited. How cool is that? And Andy, 49, said, it's very emotional. Now, I'd put it that the re reason the rela relationships failed was because he had the words Annette Law on his arm. That's going to get away in the way of any marriage, isn't it? I think that's lovely. I think that's depressing. Why? That's just because that's my stock reaction to everything, first and foremost. I just think it's a really But then, speaking earlier of disappointments, that's clearly someone who's got to 50 and hoped there would be more to life and gone back and thought, actually, I'll never love like I did at 13. Yeah, but that's lovely. Not really, though. Yeah, it is. Because they're not really happy. Oh, they're they're I... trying to live like they did. If they're listening, soz about this. They're uh, not listening. But they're trying to just... live the life that... I bet they've still bought each other, like, exercise books, and I bet he hits her with a ruler. What? <laughs> where, where has that come from? For... School Jesus. fetishes. I bet that's they're trying to reenact their child. I bet they've hunted down their old headmaster and made him watch them having intercourse with each other. Oh my god, alive! What's happened to you? <laughs> they're, one they're minute, one minute you're life. in Brighton, one minute you're in Brighton screaming over fish, <laughs> and now two people have made each other happy, and you've got this image of them hitting each other. What do you think they're in the corner? That'd pick a really... number, pick a colour, pick a number, pick a colour. It'd be really depressing. Imagine if you get to 50 and yeah. you're still, your heart is still broken by the girl that didn't love you when you punched a punch bag when you were 14. Shut That's up. what that story's really Why'd about. Why'd you do that? It's not about that. Yeah, it's... You've got this hit, you've got their old headmaster watching them while they're pumping. Yeah, I've added that, to be honest. That was for my own pleasure. Well, come on. I'm not coming here for nothing. There must be something that you've done, a romantic gesture like that. You must have written a girl's name on your hand. No, no. Ink poisoning. <laughs> health and, yeah. health I love you, but now I'm dying, so it was a bit of a pointless gesture. There must be something. No. We spoke about this the other day. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Is I it did, for I did once. Here we go. This Here is we... really weird. Now, now, this could be really I'm exciting. not sure I'm comfortable saying this, because this one's properly... I'll get you through it. Now, to be honest, never have we wanted to hear, because when you're saying, this is a bit weird, <laughs> everyone, whatever you're doing at home, put it down now, because you're about to hear something incredible. I fell in love with a girl on holiday. <laughs> Right. In Torquay. And when I got back, yep. I bought an exercise book and just wrote I love and then her name like seven over and over and over again on every page and sent it to her in the post. How old were you? Uh, 12, 13. That's not weird. That's fine. That is pretty. Imagine receiving a book in the post just written in neat hand. And every page I made a spelling mistake and I ripped out. Oh. So it was just... You oh, know. right. Oh, exercise book. All right, I've misinterpreted. I thought you got, like, a Jennifer Connolly hips and thigh. <laughs> I thought it was, like, an exercise book because she was... No, no, just, like, a blank book. That's that weird, I filled yeah. with the words and then sent it to her. And she had a boyfriend as well. And did you not just cheat? Did you not, for the eyes, not just do a ruler down? That's what I used to do. No. But I love you. Yeah. What, what was her name? I, I can't say. Can I'm not saying. Go on. No. Make it up. Ted. Ted, you're in love with Ted. <laughs> I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Nas Natasha Benningfold nicked your lyrics. Did she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. It wasn't her. You weren't in love with her? No. Oh, well. I had a very interesting story about her. I'm just trying to think if I can tell it. Yeah. Start and then see what the faces of the people in the studio are. Okay. Um, uh, a friend of mine said that she was interviewing them, and uh, the two Benningfields, and that Daniel, whilst during the interview, was just very gently stroking Natasha's back. 
creepy, isn't it? Apparently, it was on, <laughs> apparently it was on telly, and everyone thought it was creepy. That was all. Look at oh, you. If it's been on telly, it's I'm fine. Relieved. Yeah, yeah. What did you think it was going to be? And then, <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, after the interview, this is a very freaky email we just got in. It just says it's from Cuthbert Dibble. It says, "Are you going to eat those bananas, John?" All right. Fair enough. They've seen your bananas. Not, not until twelve. And we're doing, uh, we're doing. Am I normal? So, John, what's yours this week? I can't eat bananas until twelve o'clock. Dun, dun, Thanks, dun. Cuthbert. Mine's, I, I realised about it's about pepper mills this week. I realised that some people, when they grind a pepper mill, hold the top bit and twist the bottom, and that really, really winds me up. You twist the top bit <laughs> yeah. and you hold the base. Yeah. But some people hold the top, and they don't even twist it and then let go and readjust their hands. They just keep rocking it back and forward. And I, oh god. Oh, okay. I don't know if I don't know. You know, I'm probably like most people listening. I'm gonna have a system uh, where a pepper mill's concerned. I You're just, probably one of the wrongdoers. Then. Yeah, I just pick it up, hold it like that. You probably shake it. Let's be honest. No, I don't. I get, I'll show you exactly what I do. Hold it. I don't want black rocks on my dinner, mother. I hold it like that, right, and I twist, and then what I do, I shake just to get rid of the last bit. Yeah, and that's why the queens of noise thumbs don't, up don't slam me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, mine this week, since you asked, John. What's yours, Russell? Thanks, mate. I've noticed. We'll edit that first bit. Every out. time, right, I see um, like a drink on uh, like a train station or something like that. I assume it's poison. Right. Do you find you know you know when you see something like. Or like uh, the gym where I was going, there's sometimes two LucasAids come out, and I think, well, I have to get the one that I've paid for because that's a ploy. There'll be poison in the other one. I'm convinced in some weird way that there's poison lingering or some sort of you know toxic fluid that's going to kill the entire world. So I, I do, uh, I do get a bit paranoid about people injecting stuff into food. Injecting like stuff. If I get a rotisserie chicken or something, I think someone could have injected this with. Violence. Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? Have you ever had? Have you ever seen something dodging on a tube? I got off a tube the other day because I saw like a LucasAid that was just on its own in in the thing, and I thought that's. Did it have a travel card? Did no, it touch in and touch it, out? Well, exactly. But I thought I thought that's a bomb. That has to be a LucasAid bomb, right? Oh god, just yeah. Thousands, and of, that would blow up thirty three percent bigger as well. Exactly, thousands of little John Barnes running around. <laughs> um, but I, I thought to myself, it was really horrible. I thought I can't get on. I can't get on that because it's going to be. Imagine that funeral. He was just you. Bloody Lucas, I killed him. You know, so I had to get on the next tube. It's horrible. But I physically couldn't get on it. That's that is weird. weird that. Yeah, yeah. But it was a genuine compulsion. And your brain goes. It's like every so often your brain goes, "You are going to die now. This is the moment when you die." You do realise in five minutes, like yesterday. You know that scary bit where you walk from uh, North Wharf Road to. Yeah. Pack that's the most terrifying walk in the world. And I've just convinced myself I was dead, dead in a ditch. And luckily you called, so it was fine. Right. So you didn't know that, but you I do me. often do that. You got I just get a that. feeling that people need me and yeah. I call. It was fantastic. It was lovely. Sniffing it. Yeah, <laughs> I get, I get a, a scent on the breeze. Someone oh. needs to speak to John Richardson. But uh, text us in, 64046, or email russell.6music.co.uk with your quirky little habits. A bit like this. Uh, dear Russell and John, this is from Kit Kitchen. If I buy a milkshake drink... Uh, I pierce a small hole in the foil cap with my tooth and then proceed to suckle on the drink. I've named the method <laughs> drinking from the mama's teat. I find the sensation soothing and very satisfying. Plus, the added benefit is that your drink lasts for ages. Am I normal? Luke Osborne. I don't think I've ever done that. It sounds nice, though. My mates at school went through a craze of doing that to cans. They would bite a hole in the bottom of cans and uh, drink the drink out of the little hole in the bottom. Like in Team Wolf? Is that why he doesn't team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He shakes it around and then that hot chick comes down and he bites into it and he sat there. There was a girl who's a wolf in the papers today. Yeah. <laughs> there was. No, that's not slanderous. She's a wolf girl. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Check that with legal. That's yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah, fine. Yeah, exactly. 
This one relates to your self-preservation issues. It's from Sarah Jean in Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, hey, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, Sarah Jean. Um, if I'm driving a car, all the doors have to be locked. I feel safer knowing that none of the passengers will accidentally fall out of the door. However, if I am the passenger, then only my door needs to be locked. See, I've got a similar one like that, right? Am I normal? It's from Mark. In a car on a hot day, I like to turn the heater up full, close windows, and see how much I can sweat. <laughs> see, I used I'm to... I'm guessing he's single. No, but it's just brackets, and if I can pass out, when will this horror end? Whoa. No, I, I do that. I, I quite like doing a bit of that. Like, putting it on really hot and seeing how hot you can get. It's a fantastic feeling. Why? Don't give me that. I don't know, it just feels nice. You're killing the polar bears, mate. Uh, yeah, I noticed you had some pictures of polar bears in your office. I had a snoop. Oh, it's an article about global warming. Yeah, I haven't I saw... had time to read. <laughs> no, I saw that. It's great. His office is great. He's got all these like lovely things lingering around. And there was a big thing, polar bear section. You can li Your office is great because there was environment bits, food bits, uh, bits about ladies. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I saw them. Not so, not so keen to hide them now that you're a bachelor, eh? <laughs> yeah, they were all there. No, they did, weren't. Yeah, you were. Did you they're find, not there now. Did you find the little? <laughs> did you find the little present we put in your bed? No. Oh, it continues. Uh, we're talking about uh, am I normal? This is part of the show where you sort of text in the quirky little habits you feel compelled to do, like John. Uh, someone texts in to say, "I have a twenty p standing up in blue tack on my dashboard. Is that normal?" Everyone who gets in my car comments on it, convinced that it's endowed with higher purpose, and it isn't. But I, uh, that would wind me up. I, I tell you what, I like blue tack, but it has to be perfectly spherical. Sweet like Jesus. When I walk, this is from Graham Marsh, right? When I walk my dogs very late at night, when there are very few people or cars around, I pretend I'm an alien from another planet, and I'm trying to blend in with humans. If I see a car, I'm conscious of how I'm walking, as I don't want to arouse suspicion as to my alien origins. I don't think we need ask if this is normal or not. Graham, age 41, leads. That is fantastic. That's going straight in the book. <laughs> Which John is writing, by the way, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going to compile all these into something. A, what's that website you're on about? I've set up a, uh, an email account for people to email them into. When we finish Am I Normal, you can email them all into aminormal at hotmail.co.uk and I'll compile them all and it'll be funny and you'll get accreditation in it. Hello, Russell. It's Alan Carr here. Happy birthday. Have a lovely time in Australia. Missing you already. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Look yeah. at you pulling out all the tricks. Alan oh, Carr. Oh, mate, I know people. <laughs> How are you? Just we connect, eh? Oh, that's very funny indeed. Alan Carr. Yeah, TV's Alan Carr. TV's Alan Carr, who is a very funny man. And will be joining me for one of the shows while you're away. That's right. How cool is that? Um, every week, John's going to have rotating guests that, uh, I'll be honest, I found out about the other day. He sprung on me. We could have had Alan Carr at any stage uh, as a duo, but no. As soon as, as soon as I'm off to Oz, you're getting in the high-profile guests. Listen, you will abandon me, Russell. Oh, come on. I'm not the only one abandoning you. We're doing a radio show together. I say we're doing it together. I'm going to pop off to the sun for two months while you swan around. Yeah, but know, I'll be I'll be checking in regularly. Keeping the bed warm. I'll be checking in regularly. It'll be fine. Oh, you'll be checking in every week, mate. Damn right, love. Until about week three, when we just won't be able to get hold of you. Yeah. It's just leave an answer for a message. Oh, how Sorry, awkward guys. that be? Yeah, be Wolf Creek. I've been, like, nicked by wallabies or something. Yeah. Running You're feral. eating shrimp with Isla Fisher on the beach. <sighs> she goes out with thingy, doesn't she? Anyways, uh, am I normal? Uh, from Heather Gibson here. Dear Russell and John, whenever I'm walking anywhere on my own, I feel the need to be talking on the phone because I think that no one will bother me that way. Oh, oh that's not normal. That is not normal. Oh, that's that's not sorry normal. about that. I can only apologise. I felt a burp coming. 
That's your fault. Forgive Sorry me. about that. Sorry, <laughs> I apologise for making Russell Howard belch on air. Wasn't that? Was that quite loud? It was, wasn't it? It just sounded quite just... guttural. Sorry. Uh, anyways, <laughs> she. Uh, I scrapped that one, John. Yeah, my normals. <laughs> oh, now you're turning to me. Yeah, I've got gas. Honest to God. Um, oh God, I've got another one coming. Put your mic down. Just talk. I kind of want everyone to listen to the real Russell Howard. Oh, this is horrible. He's really getting into it. You're giving it uh, physicality and everything. Yeah. Someone's yeah. recommended Passing for Normal by Amy Walensky to me, which is apparently a biography about living with OCD. Nice. Uh, Jean, Jean-Michel has texted in. Where yeah. does Jean-Michel live, Russell? France. Hackney. Uh, <laughs> Jean-Michel says he's trying to substitute the word porpoise for purpose in everyday conversation, but he Le- keeps doing it with strangers. Oh, that's pretty They don't really get it. Quiet press. Uh, and uh, someone texted in to say, is this normal? You played Morrissey and my two-year-old twin started dancing like 1980s goths. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah. How do they do? Do they sort of don all the gear? I, I doubt it. If he's putting mascara on his two-year-old twins, then, you know. That's I don't, don't think they went the whole hog. Kate in Heckington, only the one kiss. Hudson, take it. Says, when <laughs> careful I, where you put it as well, top pocket or above. Exactly. When I'm in traffic, she says, if I am sat behind a car with a tow bar, I have a wry smile to myself. That makes no sense. I don't really understand that. She sat behind a car with a tow bar. I have a wry smile to myself. Wow. What does that mean, John? The tow bars do look a bit funny. I tell you what I like when there's a tow bar and they've put a tennis ball over the top of it. I've never understood oh, I that. Oh, I see. Oh, I get it now. Nice. Um, well, that's it. Mick Ailings texts one in. Yep. He says, uh, for Christmas, my two-year-old son got a few Bob the Builder toys. Lovely. So did you this year, didn't you? I did, yeah. got the whole oh, set. Thank God you put that on your list. I know, yeah. Uh, included in this were various figures of the Bob the Builder characters. My son now has two Bobs, which causes me much distress. How can you have two identical Bob the Builders unless one is a clone, or more likely one is an evil twin? But as they're identical, I can't tell which one is the real Bob and which is evil Bob. Am I normal in feeling that an inanimate plastic figure of a much-loved children's character can be the embodiment of pure evil? No. No. Plus, when will the pals at the BBC give you a podcast? I get fed up on <laughs> the hearing bits of the show as I have to attend to the various needs of the family of a Sunday morning. Well, exactly. Listen again. Li- no, listen again, of course. You li- can listen to the show again. Which were in the top three. Thanks very much for listening. But if they're to that. listening now, then you know probably not going to listen again. And if they're listening again, then they already know about. Yeah, and she's again. a busy lady. She's got to deal with whether or not her, Mick's uh, a busy lady. Is she? Right, Mick is Mick a busy Ailing man. Mick is a busy lady. He's a busy man. And wow. He has to deal with Bob the Builder. He needs yeah. a podcast. He needs half an hour of this sweet, sweet stuff. Bobby the Builder. Nice. That he's dressed up. Lovely stuff. Well, let's <laughs> let's <laughs> nice. Did That's the have... way to spell the difference between the two. I'll Dress be... one up as a woman. It'll freak your kids out a bit, but they'll learn. You know, they'll grow up well-adjusted. Did you play with dolls as a child? No. Lies, lies, lies. Really? No. Dolls? Yeah, dolls and stuff. What was what was your plaything of choice? Wrestlers. Little plastic <laughs> wrestlers. Uh, n- I had a ring that made noises. Ding, ding. <sighs> okay, you're going to have to explain that. You had a ring that made noises. I had like a wrestling ring. A re- Not like a full-size oh, right. one, but yeah. a little one. They're really bad buying wrestlers, because they only have one action, and that really limits what you can do with them. I had the, uh, yeah, the uh, the Skeletor, where if you hit in the belly, one crunch went across it, and then if you hit it in the belly again, two crunches, and then three. <laughs> that was, yeah, exactly, that was my toy of choice. Um, and also the, uh, what was the uh, the Karate Kid, the, the first baddie in the Karate Kid? 
He was good fun. I don't know. He had Mr. black Miyagi. trousers. Not Mr. Miyagi, mate. Anyway, Dolph Lundgren. It wasn't Dolph Lundgren, although great in uh, Masters of the Universe, one of the best films of all time. There's an amazing story. In the, I was just reading here, right? Uh, there was a pilot who was more than six times the drink limit. Have you read about this? No. Right. He's more than six times the drink limit to, to fly. He walked free from court the other day after claiming he'd been boozing in his sleep. Mm. Yeah, exactly. It sounds Not like absolute nuts, but he's got away with it, right? Apparently, he told the jury that a sleeping disorder may have led him to downing a third of a bottle of whiskey without him knowing. I reckon you got that. <laughs> I, I, you know. But it gets weirder, right? There's another story. A doctor in Sydney, Australia, looking forward to it, has told how he treated a female patient suffering from sleep sex who would sleepwalk and have intercourse with complete strangers. That's incredible. Imagine yeah, that. Yeah. Imagine you, there's what you, papers are you reading there? The, yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it is. I mean, is it? it is the Daily Star, and I just, <laughs> I just found it here. But, um, but yeah, I just found it. I, mean, I did have it in my pocket. Yeah. Why well, does it say Howard written across the top? It doesn't say Howard. Your address. You've, you've added that. What is my address? You don't know. It's uh, Russell Howard at Russell Howard's mum's house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know you're just. You don't mean to read it out live. Imagine that though. See, there's you, you thinking that you've been going without all these. You you could be every night going out banging. I'm Left. not because I lock the front door. Oh really? Mm. But what if you unlock it? What if Take you the keys out? What if Funky John? Oh, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? I'm gonna video camera you. That wouldn't be the best thing. Right, bed for me. See you in the morning, Winnie. <laughs> and then literally, I was about to bang, da, da, literally strutting outside in flares. Just <laughs> putting it about left, right, and centre into wind and Aya, I come here. Oh, and then back to bed. You wake up. That's why your hair's always messy in the morning. Oh. you've been out banging, you sleep banger. <laughs> I think it'd be quite good, isn't it? Because then that way you you can be like you know you can put it about with with no guilt. You know, I can't help. Yeah, it. I you, can't help it. You can have promiscuous sex with none of the consequences. Absolutely, but you'd have to make sure that you you know, sort of like. No, let's not talk about that. But you'd have to put in precautions, otherwise there'd be little John Richardson's left, right and centre, wouldn't there? Yeah, we can't have that. We'll have to wire a Johnny to you uh, 24-7. <laughs> right. Are you all right with that? Yeah, fine. Whatever it takes to save the state. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be an amazing sci-fi. One man woke up in Swindon every night, putting it around. One man can stop him. That's me! And then I'll stop you. Yeah. So, have you got any news stories? I got a few, mate. I got one from Swindon Star. Bum, my bum, local bum. paper came what, through this. What's morning. going down? The week you came to stay at my house, yep. sick vandals smear feces in play area. <laughs> yeah, was that well, you? I ate them right. I ate them right. <laughs> yeah, I think the they're rubbish. They're not even real elephants. They're so bad. <laughs> they go on to describe it. Unhygienic yobs. I mean, they're the worst uh, kind. Of, I don't like a yob at the best of times. See, exactly. But the ones who don't wear surgical gloves around the house. Absolutely. He's and, not wearing uh, deodorant. They interview Mr. Harris, a local resident, who says, Dun, dun, dun. Only problem is, right, a lot of the time, these kind of things are done under the cover of darkness. <laughs> <laughs> There are several ways of detecting feces spread about the place, and darkness doesn't really hinder most of them. Absolutely. I love the fact... And presumably it's a local newspaper, so they probably blamed it on gypsies. They always put two through my door as if they're mocking me, as if to say, oh, probably your wife will want to read this one while you read the other oh, one. Oh, right, I think... You get two every week, and I don't out. even read one of them, really. I thought you meant feces then for a second. I thought we were <laughs> still on that. I thought they are just popping them through. Won't be long, hey. though. If keep making noise in my flat, Mark parked his car in front of my neighbour's garage. And he's got spiderweb tattoos on his hands. 
You don't mess with a man with spiderweb tattoos on his hands. What an amazing juxtaposition that is. There's a man with spiderweb tattoos on his hands mm. who keeps falling out with his wife and then making up with her. Next door, you've got the late night phantom shagger. By day, he makes blueberry cheesecake. By night, he's out and about having sex and smearing his own waist. Daubing <laughs> over slides. No, it was dog waste. They got it out of the bins. It was dogs that done it. <laughs> all right, all right. It could be, Russell. Yeah, it we haven't be. narrowed that out. Yeah, that's not been ruled out yet. See, dogs hate it when children have more fun than... When children... <laughs> Jesus, behave yourself, Russell. When children have more fun than them. Yeah, so maybe they they're, do. they're firing their waist at the right. Or maybe it's a dog boy, Russell. Dun, dun, dun. Like, well, maybe it's Wolf Girl's sister. Son of a... Lives in Swindon. Oh, but I was really disappointed in Swindon that even dog waste isn't safe unless you lock it up. That really doesn't... But that's really horrible because if children play with dog waste, they can go blind yes so they're actually thinking that through those um unhygienic yobs yeah unhygienic yobs they've all, do you want to do some graffiti no let's blind some kids that's weird though isn't it getting dog muck out of a bin yeah Jeez, just they get done it. it twice aris complained old man aris complained he, yeah. it, and he cleaned it up himself to be fair oh, he's a good lad. Yeah, yeah. council gone down there next morning there's more feces on it so he's <laughs> gone back Oh, they've gone back, put more poopies on it. God, just get a Game Boy. Surely that's a lot more fun than putting dog well, mark on slides. What they need, what they need, Russell, is a youth centre. That's my favourite hey. thing. You hear, about, you hear about all these bad youths, yeah, exactly. and they always saw on the news going, "Well, they need a youth centre." Or the other one they is they need a smack. Yeah, exactly. They, <laughs> they need further than that. They need a smack and spaying. Am I wrong? <laughs> what? What? They, and the other one is they want to be uh, in. Uh, What's it, National Service? That wish comes out and goes, yeah. yeah well, I chatted they, with an app backstage this week. They're smearing I used to be against it, but now I think... Mm. They're smearing dog muck on slides. Probably best to give them a gun. Mm. <laughs> there you go. Just go shoot at some foreigners. Can I? Yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, who are you talking to backstage about National Service? God, you get involved in some wonderful moments. I have really dull conversations backstage, but I like to start a play. I, I'm not going to name the act because it was fairly extreme right-wing political views that he was expressing at the time. Lovely stuff. Kids. Well, that narrows it down. Uh, where have you been this week? I bet I can pick out. Go on, then. Who have you been with? What um, I can't remember. It's all just flown by in a daze. Now, we were just talking about weird things that go on in uh, Swindon. John's pretty much admitted to the fact that he is the poo dauber, um, <laughs> as he's uh, been calling himself, strutting around, I'm the poo dauber, he cries. Um, and from that, we had a very interesting uh, texting from Daisy and Swansea. Only the one kiss. Deneen, take it. Um, oh, you caught it. Lovely. Um, that's all the way from Swansea to the hands of Adam Deneen. She says this, John always sounds like one of those people whose voices have been changed to protect their identity. <laughs> so who is he really? Any clues? I first met the man on June the 12th. That would be great, wouldn't it? If all these years, you, you really just speak like that and you've yeah. been putting on that voice. Who are you? No one really knows who the real John Richardson is. But, Daisy, if you ever got a hold of his book which is a blue book that contains his real thoughts on life, mm. then you, you get to know the real him. <laughs> I had some angry... I had to pull over this week on the drive to Brighton to scroll some particularly horrible things about the standard of driving in Britain. <laughs> to pull over into Pease Pottage Services and cracking, scribble. Cracking service station. I had the best way I've ever had at Pease Pottage <laughs> Services. Get out of here. You get caught. Coming Hang on, bet, bet than that one you had at Hopwood? Um, I can't remember that one. You came, you came in my car, well, you got back into my car, <laughs> and said... Uh, that was the best way I've ever had. Drive on. <laughs> yeah, better than that. Do you remember that. that? I had a cracking way at, uh, after I'd been on the underground in Paris once, but better than that. Because you get caught, you see. You come off the M... You don't really need a <laughs> wee on the M4. get caught by the wee police. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> woo, woo. 
Wee, wee. I was going to go. Just pulled over to write some stuff about how I hate everybody. You get caught. You're on the M4. You don't really need a wee. You think, yeah. I whiz around the M25, if you pardon the expression, uh, <laughs> the ring road. Yep. And then uh, and then I'll go south. But you get stuck in traffic on the M25 and there's no services. Yeah. So by the time you get onto the M23, boy, do you need a wee. And then you have to wait till the end of the M23 oh, yeah. for peas pottage. Oh, it was an unbelievable. Now, here's something. You ever been found yourself stuck in traffic and have you ever uh, been forced to wee in, like, a pot or no. a bottle? You never. I've done that around the house when I was a kid. What? If people have been having a bath or something, I've weed in a bottle. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my good God. You've done that. I have never weed. Fli- you could go outside. Do You've out- told me you did that in our house. What? You, in your bedroom, you weed in something and then you just tip it out the windows. Oh, you tipped it down the sink. Oh, John, why yeah. have you done that? <laughs> you started it. No, I didn't start it. We all weed into a bottle at some point. I, it wasn't a bottle, it was a glass. And I'm... Oh, don't say it. Was it really? No. Oh, <laughs> what makes God. it better? I caught Robbins once. He cut his toenails into a glass. Oh, I'm, I threw it out. <laughs> I threw it out and he fished it out of the bin and washed it up and I smashed it and then threw it out. So he could never... Oh, that is rank. Cutting your tone, toenails. What's worse is you, you little evil beast, oh. peeing in a bottle. Mum's in the bath, I'll just slash into this. Put that in my post office for later. <laughs> I'll make Lee drink it. <laughs> I put it straight in the bin. My brother did that to me once. He weed and he went, do you want some apple juice? <laughs> and I and I held it. was the warmest apple juice ever. <laughs> I don't think it was apple juice, John. Oh, uh, Little Monsters. <laughs> yeah. Starring uh, Fred Savage from The Wonder Years. Great film. Oh, what a guy. He what weeds, a guy. He weeds in a bottle, makes someone drink it. A friend of mine called Rod Gilbert, who's a comedian, he's very, very funny indeed. Uh, he, oh, yeah. yeah, this is an incredible story, <laughs> right? I wouldn't tell this story if I were you, but you're you, so go on. Yeah. It's, it's just funny, isn't it, right? Amy Hopwood, who's, a, who's a, another friend of mine, was staying at his house, right, with her boyfriend, Lloyd, right? And they're staying <laughs> there from nowhere. Rod goes, like, they hear this knocking at the door, and it's like one in the morning. I go, you all right? Oh, God, I just wet myself, haven't I? And he'd wet himself, right? And they're like, oh, God, it, you must have been drink driving. And he's like, no, I just really don't want to wait at a service station. So he'd driven all that way, and he'd wet his pants. He wants to get himself some nappies. That is, uh, yeah, just pull over. That is determination to get in and beat your PB, isn't it? You can wet yourself. Oh, this is Jim Bowen's favourite. It's uh, John Richardson. In the words Comedian of, to the stars. In the words of Jim Bowen, I'll smack his ass if he gets any funnier. More than talented. Ah, oh, that old racist loves you. Yeah. That's I did a gig funny. with Jimbo. Yeah, you're quite tight with him, aren't you? He gave me his home phone number. Did he? Yeah. Did Told you? me to call him. Hang on a minute. I probably I'm... didn't think I actually would. Yeah. Certainly not at 4.30 in the morning. Hello, Jimbo! Yeah. Hey, Jimbo, it's John here. Do you want to go down the swings yeah. and put some crap on the stuff? Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> hey, I know you're up for it. Hey, I didn't need asking twice. In one! <laughs> Is it crap in a bin? Where did you meet him, then? I did a gig with him in Borny Mouth. Oh, really? That was a low point. That was right, Twisters. Yeah, You were yeah. a support act for a little while, I supported Jimbo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Jim Royal as well. I supported Ricky yeah, I supported Ricky Tomlinson That's in fantastic. my days. He's still very, very keen on, you know, staunch left wing politics. Yeah, it's terrible what the government's doing to poor people. Me, I'm minted. Hey, I tell you what's very funny about that gig, right? John... Not my bits. No, 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 but what was really funny about it, I remember you telling, because you were quite new, weren't you, and you sort of got that gig and you were very excited about it. But, our, right, Ricky Tomlinson's doing the gig, and he must have been doing stand-up or whatever he does for years, right? Uh, and it's quite easy, it's good fun. But he made John 
stand on stage, wouldn't it? It's just in case I had to dry off. Just in case I had to dry off, you know, I'll turn to you later. So John had to... Man, how awkward's that? So everyone's looking at Ricky Tomlinson. Ricky Tomlinson has made no mention of the fact that John's going to stay on stage. So yeah. John was just stood to the left. Ah, yeah. Just <laughs> staring at him. They set stage up like the set of the God. Royal Family's living room as well. So it was an armchair there. I was just stood behind the armchair <laughs> with the mic in man. And he started telling these racist jokes and I had to laugh because everyone was watching me yeah, yeah, yeah. react. So I had to go... <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, that's, that's unbelievable. Not that's acceptable. Because, but it's such an awkward situation for you because you're just sat there for like an hour, just watching someone who should be better than he is. And then he did the first half, and I said, "You probably don't need me again in the second half." He went, "No, no, it works well like that, doesn't it? You stand behind me again." I'm oh. not being funny, Jim, but I'm really not getting paid enough. Now, <laughs> but you didn't say that. You went, "Yeah, yeah right, I'll yeah, be there." Now the texts are flying in concerning the uh, the weed debate we just had. I once weed myself in the club. <laughs> Because the queue at the bar was so long. <laughs> oh, my God. It was quite liberating. I stayed for an hour before going home. One odd extra detail, that is. My friend soiled himself once. He'd been out clubbing, and then the night after was walking to Union. <laughs> Followed through. Oh, that's horrible. Stopped in the middle of the street to go, oh, no, I've soiled myself. <laughs> that's horrible. Had to that, turn around and walk on. That is horrific when that happens. Hello, Phil. That can just... That just can just happen. I've had a few instances. <laughs> You've done it a few times, Yeah, Did The worst time was at that school. Flipping heck, that was the worst. <laughs> that, that will never get worse. We were having a right, right laugh. The toilets there were called the Romeos and the Juliets. And uh, I was showing off to John. We'd have been listening to the Kings of Leon all the way. And our friendship was just <coughs> beginning to blossom. And I was very much playing the kind of, you know, gimpy older brother figure. Throwing, I think I threw some orange juice. You threw a carton of orange juice against the wall and it exploded. Yeah. And, and you started laughing because yeah. it was that, he's being naughty, oh! And it was great fun and I'm showing off. And then <laughs> I, I said something that made me laugh. And then John started laughing and that made me poo my pants. And and he could tell straight away. He went, "You've you've booed yourself, haven't you?" <laughs> no, no. And I had to go outside and clean the. You know, it was horrible. And then he goes out on Kick stage. Boys yeah, in front, yeah, it was at a boys' school. It was years ago. In front of everyone, he goes, "Hey, a red line act dumped himself <laughs> earlier." So I have to saunter on, and they're going, "Pooey, pooey, poo pants." I did not. Anyways, when we were younger, this is another text we've had from Lucy. Two kisses. I'll have both of them. When we were younger, in our house, we had a special peapot. Oh my. God for when someone was in the bathroom or if we were in the bath so we didn't pee in the water. I think it's just common sense, Lucy. That's not common sense. To have a pee pot? Yeah. Yeah. What you need is a separate toilet yeah. and bathroom. Yeah, you want another toilet there. There's a massive thing moving past the window, like the Millennium Eye. But oh, it's yeah. not the Millennium Eye. It's enough. Oh my God, what is that? It's like a digger. Maybe we're getting invaded. It's like that world. scene in The Stand by Stephen King where... Yeah. Thingy pop doodah. Now we were talking about um, kind of weird things that happen, ha, ha, weird things happen in local areas. This is a great story, right? Police are hunting for a naked pensioner spotted joyriding around a bowling green on a shop mobility scooter <laughs> in Scotland. <laughs> Fantastic! How great is that, right? A spokesman for Tayside Police said, "When the complainer called the police, the pensioner put his clothes on and drove off. The area was searched, but there was no trace of the male found." But they said earlier, a passerby was stunned to see the man, thought to be in his 70s, on a vehicle which has a top speed of three miles an hour. That's a phenomenal getaway, isn't it? Yeah. I like the idea of doing that. That's what I'm going to do as an old man. It could be worse. Old? Yeah, if you're 70. Yeah, now that you know that can be done, I guarantee you'll do that before you're 30. 
guarantee. Yeah. Well, now I'll have to do it just to prove you right. <laughs> I think that'd be a great thing. It'd be better than just sitting around waiting for the Reaper watching Deal or No Deal. Seems fun at the time, but really he's ruined that green now. They've probably oh. had to cancel their match that weekend because of his selfish behaviour. And you're a big fan of bowling. They could have gone round the rink, could have gone round the side naked. The gesture's the same. You didn't have to go across the But turf. when you're giving over to gleeful abandon and you're getting your, you know, you're getting your gear out, you're hardly going to, you know, you're just going to go, he probably hates bowling. That's yeah, it. well, you know, deal with it at home. Don't take it out on people who just turn up to throw a few woods every now and again on a Sunday afternoon. You enjoy a bit of bowling, didn't you? I love a bit of bowling. Weren't you part of, didn't you play bowling with a load of old ladies? I used to go, my uh, my nan and granddad bowl every week. Yeah. And I used to go and watch. And there's to something watch. very spectacular about watching two old men side by side and one will say to the other, good wood, Ron. And you have a little giggle to yourself. How lovely. Were you the only spectator there? No, no, there was loads of people. It was a proper event. And then Ron would look back and say, yeah, I think it's touching Jack. And you have a little <laughs> giggle to yourself. You're all bot. Thanks very much. Lovely community. Eating parts. Community. Pigs. Lovely. It was, who goes to that? Who watches pensioners bowling? It was you on your own. It's fine to say that. No, no, I used to get taken. I was only like four or five. Oh, I was right. a wee nipper. I looked like I used to get mistaken for a girl because I had blonde curls. Oh, I've seen them photos. You look beautiful. A lot of old women saying, uh, oh, I have to pay to have that done. Yeah, I get smacked because of it. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Who hits you because you've got blonde hair? Kids at school. Danny punched me in the stomach, called me Goldilocks. Oh. Sorry, what? he's in a Young Offenders Institute now, it's fine. <laughs> I bet you hit him back. 1-0. I didn't hit him, but too busy on the floor, weeping. Well, if I'm Goldilocks, pal, I'll get porridge and a good night's sleep. <laughs> <to> keep them. <laughs> That's a joke, miss. Slow release carbs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fall to yourself. I get beds of different softness. If, if, if I want a nice sleep with a heart, I can take it. But a really great text uh, from Graham Marsh, right? Talking about the, the the continuing Wii issues. Does anyone else, if the urge for a for a number two comes on at work a few minutes before an official break, clench for the duration of the break so as not to waste your personal time on the pot? So that way you've had your break, and then you can nip off for a, a number two. Very clever. I used to do that. Why not nip off then? And then have it as sort of a warm-up for your break. What, lead into the break? Yeah, exactly. That's a fair yeah. point, actually. I think we might be back, headphones. We are, yeah. That feels so much better. People at home, you, you won't have noticed anything other than me suddenly getting a little bit serious. It's horrible to explain basically what we do. We put on the headphones and you feel cans. like... The cans, as they call them. And you feel like you're in radio land, don't you? But before that, you just don't. It feels really weird, don't you find? Well, I'm not really bothered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause little... I only wear them for you. I never have mine switched on. Really? Yeah. Take I them off I'm now. Deaf. Take them off now. Oh, you look weird. Put them back on. <laughs> you look like an Ewok that's been maimed. <laughs> now, um, what uh, what news stories have you got, mate? I've got loads, mate. Do you want to talk about society, technology, or Europe? Uh, technology. Robots. Technology, right. Robots. Well, this is, this is... I mean, I say technology. It's dressed up as technology. Basically, it's everyone in the world being an idiot. Right. Right. The, the headline is, Driver with Satnav takes school trip on Marathon Mystery Tour. It's about a guy who had two coach loads of kids. What paper is this? Uh, this is The Times. Oh, interesting. So you can believe it, because it's yeah. true, and it's slightly right-wing. Um, Ever so slightly, but not... Yeah, not ridiculously. Yeah. Just, just, just enough that you go. Yeah, you're probably right. That, that's it. The Times has become my paper of choice. It's that yeah. thing. You want to be a Guardian, but you can't the Guardian, read. Just, especially at a weekend, the Guardian says, "Oh, not eating tofu. Why don't you just kill the world?" Yeah, exactly. I'll back off a bit. Yeah. I'm just reading the paper. The Guardian. Absolutely. You're not seeing this dead polar bear. You killed that. Oh God. The I Times didn't actually. Says, the Guardian. Your fault. Yeah. To everyone else. The poorer people. They did it. 
And the Daily Mail says, shoot the polar bears! Yeah, well, we'll do, the, we'll do my Daily Mail story in a minute. That's a cracking case of getting wound up about nothing again. Um, <laughs> to be honest, John, you're in no position. <laughs> well, if, if, see, I don't get... I get angry about stuff that is worth... that you can change and that will make a difference. Is that fair? Back off a second. <laughs> you got angry about the fact that Mark Puga... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Present- but match of the day is better when he's not on it. Therefore, that is a worthy change to make. Right. Also, about hand dryers. A good hand dryer will make or break a toilet trip. A bad hand <laughs> make or a, break a toilet trip. A bad hand All dryer it is, is a pervert breathing on your hands. A pervert breathing. That would be good, wouldn't it? And oh. also, I've bettered the world because the Dyson Airblade is the first hand dryer that doesn't recycle toilet air. It cleans the air and purifies it as it puts it on your hands. How have I've you? I've cut down infections. You haven't cut down anything. I have cut down infections. You didn't invent that. Dyson I, did. Pretty much. He was listening to the show, Dyson, right? The and Dyson he thought, air. He popped round Swindon. I like the lad. I'll invent something new. Hey, we've had a text in from an angry uh, one of your Swindonians, actually. Right. Who says that, I was just wondering if John ever manages to do any gigs in Swindon. I'd hate to think the nation get the impression that Swindonians are all dogmess-smearing right-wing idiots. To strike a bit more of a balance, how about a weekly feature highlighting the top bands in Swindon or John does a night there? I will. I'm doing a gig there in June, oh, actually. Yeah. Lovely yes. stuff. And also, I've made it very clear that I love Swindon and I'm very happy there. Yeah, exactly, yes. And what a house he has. Very Andy for Morrison. So, con- oh, so continue with this uh, story. The sat-nav one or the getting angry about nothing one? Uh, what would you rather? I don't mind, mate. Sat-nav. We've got time, we'll do both. Yeah. Right, well, the sat-nav one is a, a coach driver who put into his sat-nav Hampton Court, thinking that that would take him to Hampton Court Palace. Yep. And as a result, drove a load of schoolchildren to a residential street in North London instead yep. of Hampton Court Palace, got lost, and they spent all day driving around and had to go back. And I missed the entire school trip to the palace just because basically he was an idiot. But they depend on technology, and they, they've printed four or three cases of the worst use of satnav. Right? right. A patient survived a 400-mile round-trip journey last year yeah. when an ambulance crew, an ambulance crew, mind, followed satnav instructions for what should have been a 20-minute transfer between Ilford, East London, and Brentwood in Essex. Right. You roughly know where you are there. Yeah. The ambulance reached Manchester before turning back. Jeez. An ambulance. That's unbelievable, isn't it? And the second one, in November, a Four Tops tribute band missed a sold-out concert. Oh. You're going to have a giggle about Four Tops tribute bands, no, Russell? not at it's all. It's important work. Someone's got to do it. Absolutely. They missed a sold-out concert after a sat-nav blunder meant they arrived 40, 140 miles away from the venue, having confused Cheltenham with Chelmsford. That isn't a sat-nav blunder. That's a spelling mistake. Yeah, well, oh, it's, oh. it's human idiocy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this is a, this is a cr- classic one. In November, a woman dodged oncoming traffic for 14 miles after misreading her sat-nav system and driving the wrong way up a dual carriageway. But that isn't... For 14 miles. Flipping hell. But that isn't, but that isn't misreading your sat-nav, as the Times would leaders suggest. That's just being an idiot. Yeah. Surely you know after what? 200 yards. Yeah. Oh, blimey. Yeah. yeah these what? people are all going yeah, the wrong way. Exactly. Yeah, bloody hell, here comes France. <laughs> Should probably turn off. Although maybe she was just, she thought she was involved in like a computer game or something like that. But we've become over dependent on uh, on technology. You see, like that I get th- tired brushing my teeth now. If I don't get to take my electric toothbrush with me and have to use a manual one, I get really tired and it's I just ama- give up. What's really sad when you start doing comedy, you, you you learn about this country where everything is, you know, the roads and all the kind of a things. And then now you get a sat nav, and it's so comforting when you've got Jane there. Just turn left here. You got it, Jane. You know you're lonely when you talk. Do you talk to Jane? I don't have Jane. Do you have Tim? No, I have Raul. Who's Raul? Spanish fella. Have you, well, have you genuinely... In la redonda, gire a la izquierda, segunda salida. Thanks, I will, mate. 
Have you got really got? Anger? I have it on Spanish. Well, that goes against your uh, one of your first tenants. Never speak uh, Spanish here in England. Yeah, I don't speak Spanish. He does. Uh, what? But you don't speak Spanish. Practice? I don't want anyone else knowing where we're going. It's kind of my little secret. If I have people in the car, they go, "Oh, which exit are we taking at the roundabout?" And they go, oh, "Tercera." But you don't know what that means. So hang on a minute. So they just look at the picture. Oh, emails number three. Do you speak Spanish back to him? Uh, sometimes, mate. Only only a solitary gracias. Oh, I wish I'd have known. I had a right chat with him. <laughs> you can, you know. I've yeah. got him in my bag. <laughs> Get him out. Get him out and put him on. Right. Hello? Russell? You're not there. No, I don't think so. It's Lee. Lee Evans. I'm outside the window. I'm standing on a leg. It's still right up, you know. And I'll jump, you know. You see if I don't. I will. If you don't pick up. <sighs> OK. That's it. You ask for it. Happy birthday message. Wow, happy birthday. How did you get that? I got links. I know people. What have you met the Evans? I pulled a few strings. I pulled a few strings. Oh, thanks very much. That's fantastic. I can't believe he's recorded his sketch for our show. How cool is that? There you go. That's pretty amazing. Well, you know. Good look at you. And there's you saying on air, oh, he ain't got me anything. I've been working all week. All week I've been working. You've written a skit for Lee Evans. Lee Evans, audiences at gigs I've been at, your mother. Yeah. She wanted a performance fee. Lee Evans on that. (laughs) Your mum's on equity minimum. Mum's, what are we doing about merch? We looking at merch? (laughs) Because I got some, uh, my mum's been trying to get me to, it's horrible. She set up a little, uh, she wants to make t-shirts because like people have been turning up to my gig with (laughs) my name on t-shirts. She's like, well, merch, Let's do it. Let's rock it. Let's sell. No, Mum. Well, not that mercy. Right, well, thank you so much, John. That's amazing. I don't really know what to do. I can't be genuine. That's brilliant. You know what uh, that man meant to my childhood. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So let's change the... Uh, before I start so crying. You've got a message to read out about Malcolm Middleton, I believe. I have, yes. Now, I'm a big fan of Malcolm Middleton. He's fantastic. And he, John, is uh, he's doing a session. Ask me who he's doing it with. Uh, who's he doing that session with? John Gideon. Not um, Gid. Yeah, the Gideon. He's yeah. never in with Gid. He is. Uh, When's he doing that? It's not John Gideon. I, I'm free. I'm free until... It says join Gideon, doesn't oh, it? Oh, did yeah. you say John Gideon? Yeah, I've just... I saw that as an H. Gideon Carl. Well, I'm free until uh, Monday the 26th of March, so if we can do it before then, that'd be great. It's Tuesday the 27th. Oh, I can't make it. But we're paintball, well, let's we? help everyone else can make it. Oh, here's an interesting uh, thing, right? What does the average Briton eat 3,000 times in his or her life, John? A spider. No, it's not a spider. Shreddies. Shreddies is close. Mud. Not mud, my friend. Skidders. Not skitters. Skittles. Not skittles. Migration. M- migration? <laughs> yeah, I've read it in the papers. Lovely. Uh, it isn't. It's spaghetti bolognese. Oh, yeah. Scientists have figured that out. We need to know. You're probably thinking, oh, how many Christ. times... Because I was going to guess at about, you know, 1k and a half. I'd yeah. have been well out. I'd look like a right idiot at the function. Do you know, apparently the Italian dish is cooked twice a week in many homes. Yeah. Which is horrific. Is that a thing? Because Lloyd Grossman says that... Uh, yeah, yeah, he did. He said exactly that. But he, 
he, he was having a pop at the fact that we, we only apparently make five things. Guess what the top five is, right? Number two, stew. Apparently we eat that 2,612 times. Sausage I've had 2,613 already. That's because you're a maverick. Yeah. Sausages and mash, 2,264. Fish and chips, 2,089. Dear God, look at the place. <laughs> God, God. And that's followed by last, uh, no, uh, chili con carne, 1,567. Right. Amazing, isn't it? Thank God they've got stats on that. Oh, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? It's mm. that thing of we need to know the exact amount of well, spaghetti bolognese. Because if it's chili con carne is a thousand and a half, yeah. I eat far more chicken curry than chili con carne. So chicken I... curry, chicken tikka masala, apparently only 871. That's rubbish. I've eaten probably a thousand curries already. Yeah. Chicken jalfrezi, pilau rice, garlic naan, salt and a poppadoms and dips. But they the reckon... Kingfisher, get out, leave me alone. <laughs> they, uh, oh my God. They reckon that... Wednesday men... night, England, Andorra, that'll be me. <laughs> you sounded that was great. You, you probably that. you probably sounded like a fifty-year-old man at an office. <laughs> Wednesday night, Andorra. That'll be me down yeah. the runner. Couple of bevies, ladies. Yeah. Oh, you're great, aren't you? Get me a present like that. Well done, you. Men regularly make just three point five dishes, apparently. Greedy. Uh, whilst women... No wonder people are getting fatter, making three and a half dinners. Smack, satirical. <laughs> whilst women rotate an average of 4.5 regular recipes. Right. Now, my regular ones are chicken fajitas, rice, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, chili con carne. Steak and beans. I've got that down here. Steak and mash and beans and curry. Yeah. yeah. Do you make curry? Yeah, from the <laughs> from the can. I don't. It's a good of, noise. Yeah. Uh, that's like your sneezes. <laughs> but not from the, uh, not from the, uh, like, from best. Can you make like a proper curry? I've got a book, but that's not to say I ever do. Takeaway curry's just so good. I've got a book, but the line the witch of the wardrobe ain't going Yeah, I don't really bother with curry. It's so nice to get. It's something about a guilty pleasure of getting takeaway that if you cook it for yourself, it's never the same, is it? It isn't. Although there is apparently that book, isn't there, where you can cheat it? Mm. Oh, the cheats book to curries. That's the one. Yeah, bestseller. Now, no. what's that website you've just been on about? Well, before we do that. I said that Lee Evans thing. I said that was your birthday present. I was lying. Right. Uh, this is your birthday present. This is one from, from all the listeners at Six Music to say that you'll be missed in Australia. Hey, Russell. You don't phone. You don't text. No email. No letters. Not even a brisket postcard. You're obviously trying to tell me something. Nevertheless, it is your birthday, so many happy returns, and I wish you well for your impending trip to Australia. Oh, by the way, it's Mark Lawrence in here. See you, mate. Oh, it's Mark Lawrence. That's amazing. That is Mark Lawrence phoning you with a message. He was out in Israel covering the game, but he phoned it in. How did you get that? Absolute legend. How did man. you get that? That is absolutely incredible. A lot of help from uh, from the young man in the studio. Adam Denise. Thank you so much. That is amazing. How have you done that? What a, if I live another thousand years, I will fight to make sure I never hear a bad word said about <laughs> Mark Lawrence. They've been. It was really nice, Laura. Clearly out in Israel, walking to like do a rehearsal. Oh, that is proper. And I lovely. thought he's not going to answer because it's no. unknown number. Hang Two on. rings. So you, oh, I, oh, be... I spoke to him. So <laughs> did that go? Unbelievable. Oh, oh, I tried that... an office number for him and I couldn't get hold of him. <laughs> yeah. So I thought I'll try his mobile because I like myself if I don't even Hi, ask. Uh... Two rings. Ah, yeah. I went. Oh, I'll try to contact uh, Mark Lawrence, or his agent. Speaking. <laughs> Straight in. Yeah. I'll chat with him. <laughs> what was that? Must have been horrible. Did you not like freeze up a bit? Because you're, you're effectively meeting the start of your school. You must have felt like a teenage girl, <laughs> trembling. Hiya, Laura, here, shoot. Well, it's, I wanted to tell him that we're fans of him, because it's one of those things that if you don't say it, it could sound like we're taking the oh, He'll go the way of Ken Bruce, and he now hates well, exactly, you. exactly, yeah. So I didn't want that, so I made a point of saying we're both big fans of yours. Yeah. But then I, also, I wanted him to say at the end, hey, and leave football alone. Yeah. Uh, but I thought I can't ask him, because he won't, he won't know that we actually think oh, oh, that's, that's cool. properly incredible. But there you go, Laura. 
Found it in wow. from Israel. What a legend. That is great, isn't it? Yeah. That is quite oh, really gonna have to when's your birthday? Uh, I can't tell you that, mate. You should know. <laughs> <laughs> Not until September. Flip Same as Olivia Newton-John. Is just, it? Let's just say that, and I think we all know oh, when God. that is. How am I going to better these presents? How am I going to better that? And I've got you a, a physical present I'd as well. I'd say Evans. Lee Evans is going to be livid. He, he only headlines with good reason. Well, You've headlined with Laura. That's interesting. I was going to headline with Evans, but I thought you'd know, you'd know about Lee Evans. Yeah. I thought Laura would come out of nowhere. But I don't want it to look like I'm not being grateful to Lee Evans. Oh, you're very grateful to Evans, but Laura... I mean, those two. Unbelievable. And Alan Carr as well. You know what I mean? <sighs> no. We shouldn't forget his time. Yeah. But you see, you take that for granted, because I know it, him. That's it, because they're so, they're so great. But, but uh, Laura... Everyone's what, been very nice. Is there any way I can get hold of the... You must have recorded the conversation between you and Laura. No, no. I, I, I genuinely... I'd pay I, money to hear that, wouldn't you? I, I, I transcripted a hey. phone message. Did you? <laughs> yeah. What, for him to read out? No, for me to, because I thought he'd go to answer phone. So I thought I'm going to have to really kiss arse and just say, I know that. So what you know, did I you said to him, there's no reason for you to do this other than as a favour to a complete stranger. Yeah. Because you're perfectly in your rights to go, do you want to just get off my phone line, mate? I'm covering a game for the BBC here. Uh, that would be great. Hey, um, oh, that wouldn't have been wonderful. He was asking all about you. I said, would, you just, would that be the sort of thing you're interested in? Yeah, yeah, how old is he? Oh, that's great. Oh, Australia. <laughs> that must have been really great when you went out and he's probably thinking, oh, you know, he's like 13 or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, maybe that was it. I didn't yeah, twig on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, no problems. How old is the poor lad? How many weeks has he got? <laughs> like that. Thinking this out. Does he wear a baseball cap and get to the front of the queues on all the rides? He's 27. <laughs> right. Yeah. I better do it anyway, eh? <laughs> I'll do it serious. How great would that be? All right, Laura, why were you... That was amazing. Match of the day started. Yeah, just on the phone or something. <laughs> just swearing. God, right, simple lad. 27, go to Australia. What a sucker. You don't even know Disney World didn't even have <laughs> Wow. Well, we were going to chat about... So what was this news story? Oh, a horrible news story about a website this guy set up for people who are married but want to have sex outside their relationships. Oh. Married but looking. Uh, should I give the website? I don't want to encourage this sort of filth. <laughs> yeah, this... this uh, but their, their tagline is... Just when, pass when. it here a minute. <laughs> You're not married, mate. Yeah, I can be one of the others. Yeah, well, that's it. There are people who go on it surfing because they enjoy, you know, the the danger of it. It's not dangerous for you. Well, how friend... can you be attracted to someone who's, by their very nature, oh, ugh. but our mate, our mate Hodge was into that, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he um he did that, uh, and he said it, it was wonderful. You remember he told me one of the weirdest experiences of my life, man. I'm there and I'm having sex with this bloke's wife, and he starts telling me how to do it, and I got really fed up and just legged it. <laughs> So they're in a garden, he was having sex with his wife. This bloke said, don't, don't do like that, do like this. And he went, if you want it done, do it yourself, and then ran off. It's <laughs> <laughs> just an extraordinary thing to do. Their but, tagline for that is, when monogamy becomes monotony. Uh, ridiculous. Ridiculous just indeed. That's the end of the show. I'm off to Australia for two months. I, I will leave you in the more than capable hands of the wonder boy himself, John Richardson. That's Take right. it and make it better. You know you will. You're wonderful. Well, you'll be back. I will. I'll be back and I'll be leaving messages. And you'll be on every week. You're going to be here. Do you want to, hey, can you come over here and press the button? Let's no, start. No, come no, over no. here. We it's right that you should we, end it. You no, should end it. Let's do it together. Because it's your song that we've queued up as yes, well. Yes, but we have to do it now, otherwise it's going to... I can't get around, I've got show. my cans on. Run around here, I'm not doing it, and let's do it. Let's do it together. It's the final thing we'll do. Oh, you snooze your loose, John. Six music.